Yeah, we're ready now. <laughs> what happened? What'd you do? It was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. We did this thing where um, it's like imagine if you're both sitting in a chair, okay? So imagine you're both sitting in a chair. So these are your legs, right? Uh -huh. But then you do this or like this, this. That's how you had sex last yeah, night? Yeah, and it was, and you could, it was awesome. And it was awesome. And she's skinny now, she's always been skinny. She's always been attractive. Are we re are we recording now? Good. Oh, I'm so glad. She's skinny now, and so <laughs> so like her body looks awesome. Uh -huh. Oh, it was fucking great. So you did like some sideways shit. Sideways, side saddle, Australian. Do you ever re Nicole you record Kidman it? Shit. Do you record it? No, she would never fucking let me record it. Dude, just you know what you should do. Oh, uh, I should go back in time and record it when we were both fucking hot. No, just fucking start mount like hiding cameras in the room, and I then love. and then what you do is. You pull the footage, and then one night when you're like, what do you feel like watching? You just pull it up, you know? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. And you watch her cry. <laughs> I took pictures. I would, I would take pictures. I was back before you could, they would say, hey, someone screen grabbed your FaceTime call. They Now they tell you. Yeah. I would take pictures of FaceTime calls when she was naked, and then I just had them all on my phone, and the girls saw them. And they're like, why is mom naked? And I was, Leanne's like, what the fuck? The... Um, Dude, I had so many back in the day when we used to do those vivid video and like yeah. it was like when I was married, but I didn't know I was married, married. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I was like, oh, I can still go to the Playboy Mansion and be around naked chicks and yeah. take pictures. Yeah, now I'd still do it, by the way. And but, um, I remember taking a picture with one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. Where at? At the, at the Playboy, they had a Playboy Mansion in Malibu. Oh, like another property. Another property, it was a beach house, and they were like, hey, it's like fucking three grand for the day. You just got to go and be funny on camera. And I was like, huh? And they're like, Lil John's there. It's just, it's like they're just shooting videos. And so I just went up, and all I had to do was drink. I think Adam Hunter was there. Like like that that movie, you know, when I yeah. say Adam Hunter, you know what comics were like. Ben Glebe was there. Like It was like hooked in through that scene, and they were like, bro, you want to do it? I'm like, fuck yeah. Dude, the most beautiful, the most beautiful chick to this. I mean, like, I, I want, I would love to see what she looks like now. Cause you know, it's not going to be the same, but like, and, and she, I was like, Hey, you want to get a picture? And she was like, yeah. And she just top off just, ah, and that was in my iCloud forever. Like it would come up and George and I would go, Hey, it's dad's girlfriend as a joke. Yeah. And, but then people would hear that and be like, Oh, dad's really got a girlfriend. So I, I, re I realized why. I pinpointed why I don't cheat on Leanne. Why? On the car ride over. You just realized it today. On the car ride over. Cause, yeah, because I've been like, I've, always, I've never cheated on her. Yeah. And I've always been respectful of our relationship, mm. which is not the case in any of my past relationships. You've never been respectful of them? Uh-uh. I've cheated on fucking everybody. How come? Because I didn't care about them. Why do you think, okay, so why do you, what, what did you pinpoint on your way over? 
last week we were talking about commencement speeches, right? I was were like, we? Before the show, I was oh. like, we should do something about commencement speeches. Yeah. So I was like pinpointing like, what would I highlight to a college graduate on how to live your life? Like if you're starting from this point, what are my key tenets? Like the, the pillars that I hang my hat on, right? Yeah. So I, number one was humility. Like that, but that's not me. My dad put that in me. So I think it's good if you're like, I'm the fucking best. I'm the best comic. I know I'm the greatest. Mm-hmm. I know I'm dope. I'm fucking awesome. You're not. You're just not. That's the yeah. truth. If you have to say it out loud to yourself and to other people, you're actually not. Right. Usually we say it to you. Right. Like a lot of people have said it to Bill Burr. How often do you think Bill Burr is like, man, I know I'm the greatest. No, I'm a, he yeah. shuts down. Yeah. He goes, hey, please don't say that. I'm yeah. not. He becomes a dick. Yeah. He actually <laughs> becomes like, a little aggressive. He's like, shut the fuck yeah. up. Go tell Rogan he's the best. Hey, sit down Chappelle and tell him how he's the goat. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's like you ruin the conversation. So humility is number one. All right. The second one was uh, roll the dice. I love rolling the dice. I love the idea of like, fuck it. Let's get in the car. See what happens. I mean, I, my whole career has been like bad ideas turning out into good things. Fat shaming. I don't think either of us saw that going well. No. Yeah. Right. Fucking everything I've ever done with you. I don't think. I, do you know how many times I've laid in bed going, I think I ruined my career. Like, <laughs> sober October. Do you remember the fucking, do you remember when we got in the car to go to your house and you're like, so are we going to fucking do this? Like, and I was like, I remember going, I think I just ruined my career, guys. I think no one can see me drink anymore and see it in a fun way. <laughs> I mean, everything. Roll the dice, right? Right. And then last, and this comes to why I don't cheat on Leanne. Yeah. Be selfish. Be selfish. Be selfish. Like, be very selfish. Like, only think about yourself. And what makes you happy. That's your advice. That's my advice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Only think about yourself and what makes you happy. Uh And if you do that, then you're going to be happy. And that's all the fucking matters that you die on your deathbed happy. Now, for me, selfishly, Uh what makes me happy is Leanne. Like, I I love her. So, I don't cheat on her because I need that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, I got you. Like, okay. It's, it's, it's just is a weird. It's like, it's fun because what you said, I see it now. It's so funny the way people need to connect the dots when you speak. <laughs> so like what you said was be selfish. And it's like, that doesn't make sense. But then once you go on the roller coaster at the end, you're like, but being selfish means making my wife happy. Uh-uh. It's not no, about making my, her happy. No, making you happy, which is making you happy. And to be, for you to be happy, she needs to be around and in a good mood or just around, just around, just around. Like I, and she wouldn't be around if you were cheating. Therefore yeah. don't cheat on her. Like the majority of people don't say the I N word, not because they care about black people. They don't want to get beat up or fired. Okay. That's selfish. You find selfish reasons to persevere. Now I think that's true. I don't know, but that's my theory. Hey, I can barely hear myself in there, Nadav. <laughs> but like, that's the way if you live life selfishly, like going, hey man, I got to think about myself first. Yeah. I'm on this bus. I'm not going to start toting off my theories on <laughs> on Latino women and their hairstyles. Like fucking selfishly go, I don't want to get my ass kicked. I'm going to yeah. fucking shut my fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I don't cheat on the end. I'm selfish. Is this this making any sense? It's made a lot of sense. Like, think about what percentage of white people do you think don't say the N-word simply because they're like, I get in a lot of trouble. (laughs) 
probably 80 percent like if you said if you said if they said was this a bad way to start the show seven no, minutes in no this is great no but i mean i think there's selfish no is, i know what you're saying selfish is think okay uh like look at uh i'll tell you who fucking broke this broke the back for me right remember we were talking about isla before this yeah and uh and i go god damn it man her fucking brain fucks me up because she'll say things and like and you'll just go what so she's having a really hard time waking up like i mean like like next level like it's like fucking three in the afternoon and she's still not awake what dude this kid is and then she'll wake up and then move to the couch and fall asleep on a dog and it's like she just cannot wake up but then she's up until like two in the fucking morning well isn't like, that part of it it, it is part of it, but her energy level at like 10 o'clock is through the fucking roof. <clears throat> so I show her this video of Jocko Wilnick. Uh -huh. You know that guy? Jocko Wilnick, yeah. Yeah, Jocko Wilnick and Casey Neistat. It's a really great video. Can we play that without getting flagged? Okay. So it's a really great video. It's on Casey's podcast or his vlog where they talk about uh, life and how to, how to live life. And Jocko says, get up. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm really paraphrasing, but I know the part that's important. Get up, make your bed. Get up, make your bed. All those military guys. All those military guys. Get up, make your bed. Once you've gotten out and made your bed, you've accomplished a task. You have you have conquered a battlefield. One battlefield down, next battlefield to go. Uh, get up, work out. Go work out. Once you've worked out, you've accomplished another battlefield. Take that battlefield down. Now you've got two goals, two victories in your day. So once you start piling up victories, then when you get to places where it's a smaller victory, like you go in and there's a donut in the break room and everyone's like, Jocko, you want a donut? I can go, no, no, no. I'm building up victories. I don't need a donut. Gotcha. And Isla just hits stop on the fucking thing and goes, would you ever be friends with a guy who says no to a donut? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, I wouldn't. And then she says to me, why are we watching this? And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, Dad, this is stuff he likes. Like, this isn't what we like. Like, if you made a video, would you be like, get up and make your bed? I go, no. She goes, you don't make your bed. I go, no, I don't, I don't give a shit if my bed's made. Yeah. She goes, so then why do you care if he does? She goes, this is shit he likes. So then you start looking at it and you're like, oh, Jocko's telling you how to, he lives his life. Right. And if you want to be a Navy SEAL or you didn't make the SEALs and yeah. you want to emulate a SEAL, do that. But if you're a fucking half alcoholic stand-up comedian <laughs> why the fuck am i watching this and then i'm looking at isla going why am i showing it to you you're the person who watched the usual suspects and goes gold watch gold watch gold watch the whole fucking movie and solved it before the movie was over and i was like so you go so I, I, it was like an epiphany of like selfishness find out the shit that you like and then just fill your shit with that stuff yes listen those like to go back to like those racist people, those racist people, Which that, ones? like the ones that carry tiki torches and stuff, yeah, they feel good when they're racist. Yeah, so that's what they fucking do. So let them. No, no I mean, well, yeah, you're not gonna stop them, right? Like it's like same as people that cheat on their wife. They're gonna do it because that makes them feel good at the feel end of the good. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find the shit that makes you feel good. Just that. Listen, but could there be a commencement speech angle where you go, if being racist makes you feel good, do that. Mm, that would be a tough sell. Okay, I can see. I can see. How, okay, now I understand what your point in my, okay, okay. In my the flaw in my theory is. I didn't understand the flaw in my theory. Hold on. 
You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, this isn't the best commencement Dude, speech. Do whatever makes you feel. Some good. kids in there in his cap and gown going, "I love raping bitches." <laughs> That's like my thing, man. I'm so good at it. I haven't gotten tagged yet. I thought this guy's going to get some sense. And then they, he gets arrested. And he's like, I saw Burt Kreischer's speech. Burt Kreischer said this. And that's why my friend firebombed a fucking you know, a cathedral. Dude, okay, this is a horrible commencement speech. It's actually it really good. For it's me. really good. It works for me. Actually, this is one of my favorite segments you've ever done. But no, but I was like obsessed with the fact that I just do shit like Stand up, and you. I know you'll agree with this. Neither of us give a fuck about the money because we did it selfishly. It made us feel good to make people laugh before the money. To use a quote from you, a hundred percent. You should have touched your nose. Someone said, someone said. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's exactly the truth because you did... You do stand like if you if you want to get in the stamp, you do stand up and you go like it. It doesn't matter where I live or what I end up having to de deal with. You like that more than anything. Yeah. So you just stay with it. Yeah. And, it's your, and, and, it's your and love. If you had not found push in your life and you had found some other chick who was like, that's stupid. That's stupid. She'd be in a fucking ditch. Right. Right. And that's selfish. Yeah. Look, and that selfishness worked out for you. When I met Leanne. She's like, you're a stand-up? That's cool. And then she supported it. Look, look, we know that Leanne's live a very selfless life. Yeah. She's fucking raised two kids by herself, raised three dogs by herself. <laughs> but I haven't been there. I haven't been there at all. I barely showed That's up. That's amazing. <laughs> you're talking kids, about your Three wife? chickens, a cat, fucking, you want to know she something? She two kids by herself. You want to know something crazy? Yeah. She said, for the, she said, you have never helped us move. And I went, we moved. Like I like I was like, oh, I've never been there. I've never once. But it, you know the thing is, we think that we talk about this a lot. Like she really, truly, fully accepts you. Yeah, I don't. She know. really accepts but, like, you. It because whatever is broken in her that makes her feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. For whatever it fucking, lines up, it lines up. That's true. It's selfish. If if it didn't make her feel good, she fucking bounce. That's right. And if the set the second. And I, I hate to say this this way, but the second that... I believe it's called uh, recreating the trauma. I'll take it. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> Get in where you fit in. <laughs> yes. But like, but like, I, I, I was uh, obsessed with... Look, I think if you take the... Maybe, <laughs> God, man, I love it. You can... Like, I was dead set on this being a brilliant theory about selfishness. And then till you're like, yeah, what if you like, what if you like pipe bombs? You're like, mm, well, I love, I love making and distributing anonymously pipe bombs. <laughs> By the way, I have, put and if they find their way into a mosque, I mean, I mean, interestingly, I dislike Muslim people. So these all line up. <laughs> I am a, my favorite thing, <laughs> building stuff. Less Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> if I can selfishly, and I'll listen to this guy to commence this speech, selfishly, and listen, I'm not asking for credit. I'm very humble. I'm very, very humble. <laughs> what if all these pe like horrible crimes kept happening and they're like, and then he cited Bert Kreischer? <laughs> it's like the new Mind Kampf. <laughs> all it takes is one guy to commit something absolutely horrible with a subtle sense of humor where he's like, 
got a lot of these ideas from Two Bears, One Cave. Oh, man. Namely, Burt Kreischer. I would ruin my career. My, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Who made that? My struggle. Blueprint for a better world for everyone like me. Oh, those and are that, my teeth. That's your mouth. Oh, yeah. But it just has a different oh, facial was, hair. I didn't see the beard. The beard's kind of gone. Yeah. It um, was uh, made by the hairy artist. The hairy artist. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, uh, the... Um, Oh, I did a... Blitzkrieg Publishing. What did I do? A live stream or something? It's really good. I did a live stream or something. I, I forget what it was. And it was all it was just racist mm-hmm. comments from our fans. Yeah. Like, And I was like, I was like, hey guys, in my head, I was like, hey, can you guys please tone these down to a ditch? And they were like, oh, okay. And so then they just slowed it down and they're like, he's kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I, I have to I have to say this aloud one more time. I'm not racist, okay? Okay? Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I, this is going to become a problem at some point. You're not racist. I, I know that. Now, um, all right, let's pivot. Wait, to, maybe to comments because we're talking about things people say. So I know that um, they, uh, they pulled some YouTube oh, comments. Fuck. Let's see what they are. I know that, uh, yeah, here we go. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm Elna Baker. And we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep. We've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600 mile per hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. And a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders. Balloonists. Bobsledders. And big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. All right, so Dilling Hammerboy 25 wrote, Tom is the psycho <laughs> champ for suggesting to his friend to just cut off the finger instead of wrapping it up. Dude, I yeah. thought of that so much this week. Do you know why? Because I was watching NFL Networks and it was Ronnie Lott. And you remember Ronnie Lott? Yeah, yeah. He's like, cut it off, put me yeah, back yeah. in. And I was like, I almost guarantee you could tether the two mentalities of Tom being just a little bit Ronnie Lott in the dorm room. Like, fuck it, cut him off, get him back in the game. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Tom looks like this isn't the first time he's worn black latex gloves, if you know what I mean. Oh, that was when we were eating our um, that pork rind. Jesus. That was the best ever of you just going, I'm done. The show's over. Oh, my God. I, I, I had to. aggressively. And who who was, like, not bothered at all? Was it Potter? That he was, yeah, like, he yeah. was like, he was like, oh, this yeah. is what pussy tastes like for me. Yeah. This you is guys like... have never eaten a, a, a porn star's <laughs> asshole? <laughs> Tastes like the death rind. I bet, like his standard for what tastes fucked up is is way different than ours. <laughs> oh, I bet. We should do a blind taste test with Potter. Oh yeah. Um, right, Savage. Right before I fingered Leanne last night, she goes, she goes, real quick. What did we eat for dinner? And I was like, huh? She's like, did you have hot sauce today? And I went, nope. She's like, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going in comments. These are good comments. Oh, the backlash. No from- backlash from the A people. None. Well, I didn't look that hard. Bert is truly one of a kind. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, I am. I have to apologize to all those people really struggling with addiction. <laughs> I understand that my comments can be a tad bit flippant and destructive. So I apologize. Wait, what got you here? Because <laughs> I'm blown away right now that you recognize this. <laughs> So there's this. So I keep, I keep, I do the, um, I keep track of my sober days, not in a row, but my sober days on this app. It's a really cool app if you're trying to get sober. It's not, if you're me and you're just using it to subtract days, it's called I Am Sober. It's pretty interesting. And the, yesterday I found, not yesterday, a couple days ago, and then last night I read them. If you touch it, you can hear people's stories. Um, like you can like people share their stories of like why they're sober, what they're doing to be sober. Very few people are like, uh, I just want to lose weight. You know, most people have real tragedy in their lives. <laughs> most people aren't like, yeah, I want to get sober because these 15 pounds are just killing me. <laughs> I couldn't find one in there going, I just want to get back to a seven minute mile. <laughs> and so last night I was reading people's stories and they're really rough. And I was like, here I am going, guys. And for the record, every single one of them was like, I tried moderation. Ten days later, I'm sucking some dude's dick behind yeah. a dumpster. Yeah, and you're yeah, like... Yeah. And like, and they all spiral out. So I feel like if, if you are trying to get sober, do not fucking listen to me. Yeah. Whatever the fuck's wrong with me is wrong with me. And I got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But like, I feel bad because I, I was reading some stories going like, oh, I didn't know you could, I didn't know like people, like I just, I don't sign into the app. I just use it to count the days, which by the way, I think we're at 58, well, hang on, let's see. 58 let's see. days. Not a row. Not, not a row. Not 58. Okay. We're one month, 27 days, 23 hours. So we're about roughly 59 days. Okay. We had a little bit of a bender this weekend. But uh passed over the weekend? <laughs> what happened? The wheels came off. Really? Oh yeah. Tito's? Uh oh yeah, Tito's. Uh drove down, drove uh the girls me and the girls drove down to the Biolulemens and the Bioluminescent bio, bio algae. Uh-huh. Down to the beach. Uh-huh. I was like we were having a few pops. I was like, nice. It was just me, really, just me drinking. And I was like, uh, let's go down to the beach. And the girls were like, it's going to be crowded. I go, well, let's wait till like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. No one will be there. Drove down Which to, beach Marina, did you go to Marina Del Rey. Uh-huh. Packed. At midnight? Big, worse than in the summer at the beach. It was fucking packed. 
And so we walked away from everyone to go see it. Saw it for a second. And, I, and Isla was freaked out. Were you drunk, though, driving? No, no, no. Uh, oh. Leandro. She, oh. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't drink. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, I had a fun, I had a fun little weekend. And so then I got back on the wagon Sunday and I was like, and I was like, God damn it. And I understood all the things people go of like, you go oh, like two days drinking back to back and you're just like, you're like, God damn it, man. I got to get back on the wagon. And yeah. So, uh, and so I was last night, I'm like, God, oh, I feel great. I feel great. And I see it back into my mindset. So I go scroll through the comments and a lot of these people are having a rough time. <laughs> yeah like it's like a lot of people are like losing their families and i I didn't realize alcohol does that bad of stuff like yeah like i for me it just works okay like it like it it i'm okay and whatever not health wise i'm not probably but like yeah fat but you know so you look good though i feel great man i look great you know it's because i am I'm in control of everything right now. Mm-hmm. And so like everything's super manageable in my life. What do you think is going to happen? I have no idea. I've Isn't been... that the most frustrating part? Like when they uh, yeah. were like, like a few weeks ago, they go, uh, I think you'll be able to do shows in July. And then, even then I was like, I don't think so. And then they, then they talked about the fall stuff. They're like, well, you got stuff for the fall. And then I go, I don't know if the fall is going to happen. And now they're talking about, then I had a conversation. They were like, well, I don't know if the January, February stuff's going to happen. I was like, damn, that's, that's more like That's it. what they said to me. They're yeah. like, they're like, you know, if you want to be 100%, let's book it in May. And I went, hey, well, we're in May. And they're yeah. like, yeah. Next May. And I'm, but, but I think that is for bigger. Yeah, we get it, Nadav. <laughs> it's like we're doing a read. He's like, guys, oh. there's a comment right here. There's a comment right here. Yeah, yeah, we're in the middle of talking about something. Give us a sec. <laughs> and so... <laughs> By the way, I just saw a movie about him. About Nadav? Yeah. It's What's a, it called? Unorthodox on uh, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. About his upbringing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Not How a, is it? Not a kind representation of the chosen people. No? <laughs> is it rough? It is super aggressive. Like, you, you, don't, you do not... I, I mean, you may, it makes sense why, why most Jewish people aren't Orthodox. Like, it just is a really kind of ridiculous way to live your life. I mean, it's, it is a cult. It is a legit cult. No, it is legit cult. Like, if you try to leave, they fucking bring you back in. They're aggressive. It's not... I mean, no one can watch Unorthodox and go, no, man, a lot of, a lot of they make a lot of sense. Like, this poor girl has a fucking rough run, and they, these two fucking guys chase her down. Jews? Uh, yeah, 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 Orthodox. <laughs> I mean, I wanted I know, to call Ari. Like, you can't... If you're a woman, you can't... I, I don't want to do any of this thing because it's a lot of Ari's act. Like a lot of Ari's new special is what you watch in this and the jokes Ari makes, you're like, oh, this would have been an amazing fucking special. Yeah. Because it is like, I hope he still does it because it is mind blowing. It is no, there's, and then you start going, all religions are cults, I guess, ultimately all religions are cults. Like you can't, you can't go like, what well, if it brings you solace is Scientology. Well, you talk to Leah Renneman and she's like, no, it's a cult. And then you talk to like Ari, and he's like, "No, it's a cult. Like they're both fucking. And it's just extremes of cults." Yeah, yeah. And luckily, no Orthodox Jewish people watch this, so hopefully, I don't know. I, I've never. Nadav, um... your family watch this? Nope. There we go. Would you Would you watch this the uh, show? To watch unorthodox? Yeah. No. Just not interested. I'm not interested in any type of Jewish content. It's any of the, what? <laughs> any Jewish content? Is that what you said? So how do yep. you enjoy Hollywood movies? <laughs> it's not about Jews. 
Okay. Um, there's another comment Did you from know Amy Schumer's Jewish. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Koss, I love how bad of an influence Thomas DeBert. You should totally start dipping, dude. They're coming out with st- real scientific studies that that, uh, di- that tobacco is good for the coronavirus. Like, why don't we look into it, I, dude? I keep looking into it, and it's like, what's happening is everyone's saying it's smoking because n- fucking no one grew up in the South, yeah, and so they're like they're not taking the alternate. Oh shit. That's why Nadav. Nadav, you are the fucking worst with surprises. <laughs> You're like a fucking child. Get nice. to the dipping. Get to the dipping. Let me see a uh, skull classic long cut right there. Right there. Top, 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 top. Okay, top, thanks, bro. Ho, ho. That's oh, right. That ain't your first That's time. right. This ain't my first rodeo, <laughs> motherfuckers. Let me tell you something. You want to see someone who really fucking chews tobacco? Cut it with my fingernail. That's right. Dude, that's. You did not. I mean, this seems like you've been doing this. Oh, bro. I've been waiting for this. By the way, my fingernail's not sharp enough. You want a key? Oh, thanks, man. Oh, we're not dipping. I can't dip. I'll start. I'll start immediately for the rest. No, 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 no. I cannot put this in my mouth. I will start immediately. You'll start. I will start immediately for the rest of my life. You want to use this to cut? No. Hey. I will start immediately for the rest of my life you know what we have yeah yeah we have pouches too you want to do pouches instead Mm-mm. pouches are not as strong i can't let's do the pouch Mm-mm, i can't i've told myself if dude this is the beginning of the end for me come on man Mm-mm. you know what's funny as soon as i even saw these my um my stomach started tingling like hey you're gonna take a shit pretty soon if you uh right smells does that make you shit like a great conversation does it smell like does it make you shit like when you when you would throw a dip in didn't you have to take it down no 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 i have so so i was talking with um mike robigley i did his uh tip the weight staff show yeah and when he was talking about smells he was talking about smells that trigger different things and like and i was like i was like uh, oh man Smells so fucking good. Take a dip. I can't. Come on. Pouch? Want to do a pouch instead? No, I can't. I really. It's honestly, not as strong. No, I really, honestly can't uh, because I will. I mean, this, you understand. You will is, beat the coronavirus. I Just will, do it. If they said if you if you can say that this will protect you from corona, I'm back. I'm back a hundred percent. But I'm back for the rest of my fucking life. Like I'm not. I'm never quitting. I, dude, it is so hard to quit this shit. Like, have you, you never been addicted to this? Uh, I was doing it like pretty regularly. Okay. I was like, like, did you have to quit? I did have to quit. Yes. And I did have, I did have some withdrawals from it. Yeah, I did. Dude, I had the hardest time quitting this. I had the hardest. Let's make it a new challenge. I had the hardest time. Let's do this. Let's just, let's try to dip. See what it's like to pack a dip. And just see. Oh my god! Yeah, I feel like I'm like putting on a condom. Like, oh yeah. Um. yeah. Oh, it tastes so good. Yeah, just do it. I can't. Really? I really can't. I'll start up immediately. And I'm not the guy with the best mouth right now. Oh, doesn't oh. that feel good? <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, 
Oh fuck, that smells so good. Do you want to just do you want to just like a do you want just a pouch instead? No, I don't. Who gives a fuck about a pouch? Well, it's a little milder, you know. Fuck not, a pouch. It might be a this good way to get is, started again, you know. By the way, if you dipped, if you dipped growing up and you stopped. Wait, when did you quit? When did you quit? So I chewed, I dipped uh, all through college. Yeah. And when I moved to New York, I couldn't. Oh, these are pouches. Yeah. Who gives them? Wintergreen is so good. Wait. Let me see what we got. Let me just see what we got. Pouches, pouches, spearmint. I'm seeing like a real love for this stuff. Oh, extra mint long cut. It's like a kid with a collectible. You're just like, oh shit! This was oh, the this was the limited edition one. I remember when they came out with cherry dip. I remember that. Wait, wait, tell me, you dipped every day in college? Yeah. And then every day, probably four or five times. Right, a day. and then you got to New York, and what happened? I smoked. I smoked and dipped. I smoked and dipped all through high school and college. You were a smoker. Yeah, I love, dude. There's no a better, cigarette and a bo- and booze. There's like, no better taste than a match and the first draw of a cigarette. Yeah, when like the the extra, especially when you've packed the pack and so you got a little extra. Let's do it. Let's do let's smoke cigarettes. And, you still smoke cigarettes? No, I don't. When was the last time you had a cigarette? Eleven years ago. No. Yeah. No. Hand on my kids. Are you serious? Yeah. Eleven years ago. Yeah. That was the last time I had a cigarette. Uh, even a drag off a cigarette. Wow, I remember you being a smoker. Yeah. <clears throat> now, here's the deal. I smoked and, and chewed all through uh, all through high, high school, but not like a ton. Mm-hmm. And then in college, it was pretty aggressive. Freshman, sophomore, junior. Freshman, sophomore, sophomore, junior. Did you list two sophomore years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had two sophomores, two junior, two seniors. What, you have one freshman, of course. <laughs> And so, second, June, first junior, I come back from Russia, and uh, and I and I'm, wait. I'm, did anything happen in Russia? Is there a story you could tell? Uh, okay. I was like, <laughs> saw the Hermitage, and so the uh, you know same same, and yeah. so uh, so oh god, I, there is no better feeling than having a soda. Wait, and oh, having yeah. a dip. But wait, when you get back. I want to know. You go to New York. How hard is like? What makes you not quit? What makes I you quit? I couldn't find it, and I. I mean, I don't. No you couldn't one find really, it there. No, I couldn't find it anywhere, and no one will understand the feeling. Only someone who is really addicted to chewing tobacco knows this feeling of being in a place where they're not. They don't sell it, and going everywhere, like everywhere, like it's a real panic. I remember when we were touring together, we, me and you were working at Brea with, we, we used to tour, like, I forget his fucking name. And then, and, and he went on stage, I was featuring, you were hosting, it was the three of us. And I said, I'll be right back, I'm going to go get a dip, a dip. This is in Brea, a chew. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got back hooked on it with chewing tobacco. Fucking Red Man Golden Blend. Really? Dude. I was fucking around one night, I was driving down Sunset. And I was not drinking at the time. So I did like an eight-month stretch of not drinking uh, right after Leanne dumped me and I got her back. Yeah. And so I was driving down Sunset and I just felt like an empty feeling. And I pulled into Rite Aid and I was like, I should go in and I'll see what, you know, get like a soda or something. And I saw Red Man and I went, you know what? 
like in a weird way, like I've done this before, like with like uh, Black and Miles, where I go, I'm I'm empty right now. I'm gonna get a Black and Mild. I'm gonna get a Swisher Sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna smoke it in the parking lot, like just little things like that. And I go, I'm gonna get some Redman Golden Blend, mm-hmm. and I put it in. In I had an I had an expedition at the time, and I'm driving down Sunset. I put it in. I get a spit cup, and it was it was singularly the greatest feeling I've ever had from a drug or alcohol or anything. That first chew, yeah, I went. Holy shit, this feels good. I went back to my apartment. I took it out. I was sitting down watching TV and I put another one in. And then I went, God damn it, man. It did it again. I went and played golf with Gary Valentine the next day. And I put one in on the ride to the golf course. Took it out. Put one in on the golf course front nine. Took it out. Put one in the golf course back nine. Took it out. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I think I'm fucking hooked. And it wasn't until we had... We were pregnant with Georgia. We had just gotten married. We're driving to our honeymoon. And I put one in in the car. And I was like, and I said to Leanne, I was like, this isn't giving me the same joy. She goes, maybe you need to quit for a while. And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm having a kid. I'm going to quit totally. And I haven't had one since that drive. And I said to myself, if I ever start again, commit to mouth cancer because I will not quit. Yeah. Commit to mouth cancer. That's going to happen. You know I'm not the best with hygiene. Yeah. And so and but I'll tell you, man, the smell of it, it smells so fucking good. What if we do a challenge? Okay. Dip these are fucking pouches. Dip every day for a month. Smell bandits. I remember when they came out with bandits. Dip like, every I remember, day. I, remember being, I was like the I remember I was like in like it must have been like I was probably 10 or 7 when Skull Bandits came out. Mm -hmm. Because I remember hearing people having bandits at the Bucks games. Yeah. Um, So why don't you dip for a month and then make it part of a challenge to see if you can quit. You know what I mean? Like challenge yourself like Jocko. See that? I don't subscribe. I just flip my brain. I don't subscribe to Jocko. I would just start dipping and then going, this is who I am. This is who I am. Yeah. Oh. What was your favorite between a cigarette dip and chew? Um, what? To run a train on my mouth with a cigarette and a dip. Used to do that. Oh, fuck yes. Dude. I loved... I remember having to go top lip. I mean, like... Because I my mouth would burn down here and I'd yeah. go top lip. Didn't Dude, you love that burn in a way? I loved... What do you got? Oh, fuck. Give me a cigarette. Are you fucking serious? Camel blue... Jeez. What the fuck? Yeah, camel blue. Is that the one you crush the back like a chick? No. What's camel blue? Is it menthol? No. What's blue stand for? That's the camel light? Doesn't the camel light have the different filter on the end? They're not allowed to use the word light anymore, so they've changed it to blue. Oh. Didn't know that. I see a cigarette, too. You want to smell that? Mm. Can can I tell you uh, this? I'll get the feeling. I'll get the feeling by just pulling on this and inhaling. Yeah. I can taste the nicotine. Let's do it. I can I can feel it. Let's just do it. Let's do a binge day. Oh, we should do a fucking binge day and fucking film it. And go off the rails with everything. That's what I'm saying. And see if we can go, like really test our moderation. Yeah. Oh. Weed. 
booze, beers, booze. nicotine, <clears throat> hallucinogenics. We got to get one like like I really think the way to go is coke. Like after talking to Drew a bunch, dude. Let's do some coke, man. Like I say we I say we I say we do uh I say in in the spirit of following in Jocko's footsteps where he preaches <laughs> what he believes, right? Right. He believes that shit. Right. And it's, it works for him really fucking well. Yeah. I mean, I watched him talk about whole milk today. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who doesn't drink whole milk? I get vitamin D milk all the time. He talked about whole he milk? He was like, yeah. Whole, he goes, I got a lot of backlash. Talking that I use some whole milk, and I guess I was like, "What? Wait, what is it? World, your family? I have no idea. I just saw the first part. I like, I, I, I got his audio book. I'm listening to his audio book right now. I yeah. love it because it's really, it really does pique your mind. Because I don't think that way naturally. Yeah, it forces you to, it forces me to see the world in a different way, <clears throat> and in, in a productive way, obviously. Yes. But so I follow him, and today he was like, "I'm getting a lot of backlash." Because I told you I'm, I like to make my, my morning shakes with whole milk. And I was like, in my head, I was like, what fans what do you have mad at you that are like, God damn it. He's saying milk? fucking whole milk. I was like, what, what did they want him to say? Like, almond no milk? Idea. I have no idea. I stopped watching. I was like, I was like, God bless Jocko that he woke up and he was like, fuck, I shouldn't have said whole milk. <laughs> Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. By the way, I wanted to give another shout out uh, to not just Lotus for the Aurora <clears throat> GT, but Matt Farah, the smoking Dude. tire. So I did his podcast uh, a week ago and I was like, you know, I love cars and we just had a great car conversation. I was like, man, I always wish I could be one of those people that they'll just let drive a car for a few days. And he was like, Oh, you can be, uh, I can uh, make that happen. Yeah. He's like, and he made it happen. And, uh, anyways, we had, we had a great time on this podcast, but I'm driving this Lotus for a few days and it's so fun. Really? It's so fun. Yeah. It is a, it's a true sports car. It's not crazy, crazy fast, but it's fast. What do you mean? Like, like it's not like everything becomes about like, does it go zero to 60 in two and a half seconds? No, but it's still fast. It still handles great. It's no frills. Like you get in the car and there's AC and a radio and then there's just a sport race button. That's it. Those are like the modes. It's not full of gadgets. It's like it's a fun sports car experience. Really low to the ground. Really, It's manuals, but like really easy gait, move in and out of. It's a fun car to drive. If you're looking for a sports car that you don't see everybody driving. Like, yeah. you, you know, I've seen a couple um, 
I think that's kind of one of the appeals is you go like, I don't see these everywhere. You yeah. know, like you see a, a hundreds of other sports cars. So I don't know. I've just had like a really, really fun time driving it. All right. Then let's talk. Let's, let's pivot. I like this. Yeah. What do you think about, um, what do you think about Jordan in the documentary only seems to be driving Corvettes? He drove, well, he was famously driving the Ferrari for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that black Ferrari, um, which he, he tells the, the comment. I don't know if it's in The Last Dance or I watched it in another video. Might have watched another video that, because you know he's like the most amazing trash talker. Yeah. So he said he was, I think it was in a different video. Um, another player was saying that, it might have been Gary Payton went up to Jordan. The glove. The glove. Uh, went <laughs> Did up to you Jordan, see the video like, of him yeah, oh watching the Gary yeah. Payton goes, I shut him down? And he goes, the glove. <laughs> <laughs> well, first he goes, yeah. He does that. And then when he goes, and then things different, he was like, <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I had no problem. I love that he's still so competitive that 20 years later, he's like, fuck that dude. Um, yeah, I love it. By the way, hold on. I, there, yeah. I have so many notes yeah, yeah, yeah. on the fucking... It's amazing. On the it's last dance. Amazing. But but I look at it from a different... I'll finish what you're saying. Okay, I the, the, the... Ooh, drink, motherfuckers. What happened? I, that I let you finish <laughs> a statement. I let you finish a statement. So the Ferrari statement was this. So he he was driving like a, a, a I think a 458 back then. Um, which is just like such a baller thing for an athlete to pull up and be like, I'm going to go score 45 points. I'll see y'all in a minute. <laughs> like, but he said one game, uh, I think it was, I think it was Peyton or one of the Supersonics came up to him and was like, hey, man, I got a Ferrari too. And then he turned to him and goes, yeah, but you paid for yours. And they were like. <laughs> <laughs> because like, he's like, hey, give me that shit. <laughs> oh, here's what I think is Isaiah Thomas must be fucking livid. Uh, yeah. They have almost destroyed his reputation. Yeah, it, it, it's taking other people, like, defending him to not make everyone hate him. <laughs> everyone. And and then I started, I mean, I, I, and I've said this a couple times, I know people don't believe this, but what's next? Like, curiosity. Mm -hmm. How many NBA All-Stars, MVPs, Hall of Famers, do you think are watching this being like, fuck that. I'm going to make my documentary. Hmm. Like, why isn't Sean Kemp going, hold on. I was a fucking human highlight reel. Yeah. Like, I, I like to say, I like to make an argument that I'm one of the greatest ever. Why isn't, you know, for a fact, people in Hollywood, in LA are like, let's make a Kareem documentary. Because Kareem is, is arguably yeah, some people, the greatest player ever to play in professional some basketball. Some people just aren't documentary Word like maybe is, it, is that what it is? Is that yeah? Like is that Jordan literally, literally was a highlight reel. But Jordan, here's the thing: he is was so dominant, so dominant, and so iconic. This became an international, international superstar, recognized in a village in North Africa, yeah. China, anywhere you went. He single like pretty much single handedly took the NBA, which was a more mid tier sports league you know professional sports league and like made it like the most popular international league probably added fucking a hundred billion dollars of worth do you to think, that league do you think he created the european player well the game is to was totally different there you know what i mean like he he 
he elevated the popularity of the sport so much. I mean, the world really did. Everyone wanted to be like Mike, you know, and, and you look back on that documentary and I, I was saying it before that, that my perspective of Michael Jordan was always as a kid. You know, I watched him as a kid yeah. and, and I thought like this guy's just naturally the best. Yeah. He's just the best player ever to watch it as an adult and, and see not just like how he, like how much work he put into it and everything and how possessed he was as a competitor, but to have it validated that like, Oh, actually, you know how your kid eyes were like, Oh, he's just really great to see like those other dudes who are professional basketball players all acknowledge like, like that dude could just fuck us up at any time. It kind of, it's it kind of blows your mind, right? You're like that dude really was that much of a savage playing basketball. Like, Oh, he wanted to kill you. You know, he wanted to kill you and demoralize you and humiliate and creating creating stories inside his own head of why he should kill you. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I create so stories fun. all my all the it's time. So fun. Yeah. By, by the way, if any one of us I know I did this a lot and other people that do that, where you lay in bed and you fight with someone, oh. Jordan was doing that all the time. All the <laughs> he time. He was like, Okay. Yeah. Oh, you want that to say back that? to back story they tell of like the guy <laughs> was like, Good game. Yeah, good game. And he's like, I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna score what he scored in the first half. Yeah, and then and then he goes, and then they say, so uh, we talked to what's the name? And he said that never happened. And he goes, Yeah, I made that up. And you're like, Yeah. By the way, I can I tell you on that vein of making it up, I was in bed and I was like, I was I'm watching the documentary, and I'm like, All right, I. I want to say I wish I had seen Jordan play, but I think I saw him play in Orlando. Mm -hmm. I think, and I was like, that's impossible. Because I'm like, I left Florida in 97. When would I have ever seen him in Orlando? Play in Orlando. Mm -hmm. I remember having great seats in Orlando. My dad had gotten them somehow, and I went to a game. It was like six rows back, and I was like, I, got, I only went because I wanted to see Jordan play. But I can't really remember. And then I thought, do I just give myself that memory? Like, do, like I don't remember if it's true or not. Yeah. But do I just give myself the memory and go, I saw him play. And then I'm happy. This is such a birdism. Yeah. Like, do I go? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure. I saw him play live three times. Okay. See, I don't have that memory. Yes. I have going to see the Magic and the Bulls play. I think. I think. And what I, year I, would it have been? It would have been right, before, right after the Rolling Stone article. So it would have been 97 in whatever that year, 97, 98 is. Okay. So, and I think I went to watch the Bulls and the Magic play. I think, or or this is even crazier, some sort of exhibition game that Michael Jordan was in. Could have been. I mean, and yeah. so, but I know that I went, I know that I, I know that I went because I wanted to see Michael Jordan play. Uh-huh. But I don't remember if I saw Michael Jordan play because I was drinking. I don't really remember much of it. And then I just decided I'm just going to give myself the memory. Like, just go, just go. Let's not overthink it. You saw Jordan play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that, so like to know, like to hear how your mind works is it's really, really an astonishing thing. I, I mean, most people would, most people would carry that memory with some detail, you know, because they're like, I saw the greatest person to ever play this gameplay live i saw i met dave grohl and i said i have a very distinct memory of seeing dave grohl and saying nirvana play in tallahassee uh-huh not really sure like kind of don't remember yeah might have been just smashing pumpkins 
But in my memory, it was Nirvana and Smashing Pumpkins. And I, I believe I have that memory. And did you tell Dave Grohl? I saw Dave Grohl. And I was like, I saw you guys live in Tallahassee. And the look on his face suggested we never played in Tallahassee. And I shut the story down and cut him off so he couldn't change my memory. I didn't want to know the truth. We were on mushrooms, can I, and I don't remember. And I, by the way, I told him how they set up on stage, and you can see in his eyes, like I have no fucking idea what yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Well, let yeah, me. Yeah, there was a crucifix here, and Kurt was on one side. You were in the center. <laughs> he was like, "That never happened." <laughs> let me just tell you, <laughs> without a doubt. You never saw Jordan play, okay? Why would you take your own beautiful memory and give yourself shit when you can have a beautiful memory? That's true. Like, why not just selfishly just... It's so funny because I go... I look at that and I go, I definitely... Pull up. Pull up Nirvana Smashing Pumpkins tour. Let's find out if this is a real memory. Because we ate mushrooms... I distinctly remember Nirvana and Smashing Pumpkins playing. You know the year? No. Uh, uh, I know who I would have gone with. Oh, fuck. This is scary to think that I will now say, go from saying, I saw Nirvana and Smashing Pumpkins live. That says 91? No, that's definitely not 91. Definitely not 91. All right, hold on. You ready to find out? Yeah. I can find out if I saw Nirvana play live. You're going to call your friend? I, this is who I would have gone with. It was when I was in giving out spankings. Yeah. You said Tallahassee, right? Tallahassee. Yeah. At the Civic Center. But it's not. It would not be 91. It would be 92, 93. It would be 94. It was when I turned 21. Do the math. It, he died in 94. Dagert's birth. Hey, I'm with uh, I'm with Segura, and we're talking about. All right, be careful and try to remember this best you can. Don't just answer. No, 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 never happened. Okay, just think the best you can. Did we see Nirvana play live at the Civic Center in Tallahassee in college? Think about it. Think about it. Or did we? I already remember we did. Ah, I saw Nirvana live. I saw Nirvana live. Oh fuck yeah, it was awesome, right? Oh yeah, it was. God damn it, John! You just made my fucking the, day. Uh, it was the Inuro tour. They had those fucking uh, like anatomically correct uh, fucking things on stage with wings and shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inuro. It says Tallahassee. God damn it! Oh, it says Tallahassee fucking right John! There. You're the December second, nineteen ninety three. December second, nineteen ninety three. That sounds right. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Daker! God damn it! Oh, thank you, man. God damn it! Hey, who opened? I thought Smashing Pumpkins opened for him, but the Breeders did. Uh, Breeders, I think. God, your memory is so much better than mine. <laughs> awesome, brother. I'll talk to you later, okay? All right, dude. Good timing. I just got to get back on to work. All right, bye. Um, I saw Nirvana play live. <laughs> I did. I fucking did. Now, now, here's the question, Tom. Here's the real question. Doesn't it suck that you don't remember? No, 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 no. <laughs> By the way, now I know all my memories to be real, but here's the real question. Does it matter? Yes. Let's see what weighs more. I was giving myself that memory, not knowing if it was true or not, but I was giving myself the memory. Is it more, is the memory better or more valuable now that I know it's true versus me just going, uh, yeah, I did that. Like what memory is more valuable? 
it feels the same. Like it still feels the same. Like right. I, I did see them live, but if I kind of didn't it, and I thought I did, it doesn't matter. So you know what? I fucking saw Jordan play. I just going to go because I, I, all my feelings are the same, right? Yeah. All my emotions are the same. I feel like I have that memory. I feel like I saw greatness. I feel like I was a part of something that was cool. I feel that, right? Yeah. Because I've gifted it to myself. Uh, it would be 97. It was right. It was. It would be 97, and it would have been right after college. Did they play? F- that have been it. Right, probably right there, right? Yeah. It was exactly when it was. It was over Christmas break. December 10th, I 1997. guess. I saw Jordan play. But you know what? God. It doesn't change. It's so crazy that I was going to give myself those memories anyway yeah. to make me happier. And now go, you're like, oh, they're true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, if you go to a strip club and she's like grabs your dick and you're like, that's not cheating. Right. That's true. It, I mean, it, yeah. it really is. A like, dick suck ain't cheating. No, well, a dick suck. But like, but like when a girl like motorboats you in a strip club and you're yeah. like, that's not cheating. But if you did it in a van in a parking lot with a chick outside your show, you'd yeah. be like, I definitely cheated. Yeah. But it's motorboat. The, it's a. By the way, if we're gonna add to my commencement speech. It's about make your own rules. And make your own memories. Make your own memories. Make your own laws. You're, you're the only one that goes to bed with you every single night. So as long as you know that you're happy, that's all that fucking matters. I saw Nirvana and I saw Michael Jordan. Jordan. And by the way, I didn't really even know that until now, but I feel the same. You feel the same. That's fucking, what is, I am so broken. Like, I mean, when you, I, honestly, if you had a therapist watching this, they'd be like, this is like got to be they'd sociopathic. Have, they'd, have, they'd have some notes. It's got to be sociopathic, right? <laughs> I don't know if it's sociopathic, but it, they would have some notes. There's, I mean, there has to be something wrong with me that I really justified for, what, 25 years? I've been like talking in my head about, see, every time I listen to Nirvana, I'm like, like oh, that I'm, show was great. I remember where I was sitting, and I did not know if it was a real memory. So what you're saying is you do kind of remember that show. I 100% remember. We were sitting top, like... Uh, this is the stage. We were up in the nosebleeds, up to the top, up here. And this, like, this stage, we're up here. Mm-hmm. We ate mushrooms, so I was pretty fucking high. And they had the the. I thought it was a crucifix, but it was the. I'm sure I was just fucking high as shit. Mm-hmm. It was the inflatable, the in utero symbol of her on the, with the wings or something. Mm-hmm. So pull up the in utero symbol, yeah. and I swear to God, Kurt Cobain was to the left. Chris Novoselic was to the right. They were on separate sides of the stage, and Dave Grohl was in the center. And it was that thing on the stage. Yeah. And I'm telling you, man, it was a fucking amazing show. And I, but I, and I. So wait, why did you doubt the memory though? Because I didn't, I wasn't sure it happened. Like oh, I, so you didn't just, know if it was a created memory. Yeah, like 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 you had told me about. Um, do you ever see Nirvana? And I didn't remember that conversation. And then all of a sudden, I'm like. I'm like, I, you know, like, I wish I had that memory. And then it starts forming in your head. Yeah, you have yeah. a couple dreams, and then you're like, I saw them. Yeah. And, but I didn't, couldn't tell if it was – I mean, we were really into Smashing Pumpkins at the time. Mm-hmm. I, but um, John Dacre was obsessed with Nirvana. And he was like, dude, we got to see them live. And I was like, I come, I didn't really give a fuck. Yeah. We were in a band at the time. And then after seeing that show, I was obsessed with them. I, I'll tell you one of the, the one show that I can say – that I went to two shows that I went to that were the greatest live concerts I've ever been to. Uh, um, Beck in Giant Stadium. Yeah, amazing show. Oh, amazing show. 
Um, Beck Live was fucking. I bet he did. And they didn't yeah. even serve booze at that show. I was stone fucking sober, and I remember that show. That's kind of interesting how that kind of lines up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Very clear memory. Great memory. Positive I mean, feelings. Such a vivid fucking memory. I was totally sober. Such a vivid fucking memory. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's weird. And Cold War kids. No, yeah. not Cold War kids. Uh, um. Look up, by the way, can you look up? Because I'm trying to remember this. I saw Jordan play against the Timberwolves in what I think was the Timberwolves' inaugural game. The first Timberwolves game. I think it was their first game ever. So it would have been like right 1989, I think. Wow. Like, can you look up? Uh, or look up a first, first Timberwolves game, first Minnesota Timberwolves game. By the way, all I can think right now is, did I see Shaq play also? I saw Shaq play. I saw Shaq play in, in Orlando. Did Was he? It's the 89, right? 89-90 season. Would that be their inaugural season? That's their first season. And uh, huh. maybe I'll start a religion. Maybe you'll start a religion. Yeah, of like, of like, uh, shit I believe in, and that people are like, yeah, I kind of want good memories. I too. think you kind of have that. I think you already kind of have that. Um, what if you just Google God first Minnesota Timberwolves game? You know what I mean. No, this is, is the it, schedule right here. Is that the schedule? Yes. Yeah, so I'm trying to get rid of this little box. For hey, you. can can someone, one of our fans, do a uh, uh, make a Nadav is googling song that we can play during okay. these? Okay. So look, 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 look. Was is that the order? Yeah. This is the schedule. I don't know. Is this so? It looks like the, the third beginning? game. Yeah. There is the third game. Yeah. There. They lost, obviously. Yeah. I was at that game. Really? Yeah. I was at that game. Um. And then I also went to see the Bulls play the Bucks twice, but in Milwaukee. I never saw them play in Chicago. I never. Oh, I've never. I've never saw them in Chicago. Hey, did was Shaq was on that team? I guess which one? On the when I saw, I must have seen Shaq play too. If you saw the game in in Orlando, I, I love Shaq. Yeah, I, I saw him play. It He'd was be the 95. one guy that I'd break this rule where we could have guests. I wouldn't mind guests on the show. If Shaq came like, in here, like legit. Big fucking guests, yeah. Where you know that we could tag team them, okay? Mm -hmm. But like Shaq is the fucking greatest. He's awesome, dude. I love everything about him. I, if I could have a career like his, where like you do like you know, one more special, everyone likes it. You do a big tour, and then you just retire and do general commercials. Like, hey, <laughs> I could do that in a fucking heartbeat. Do it. God damn it, man! That's a, what a great day to. Here's why you need people like you and that guy Daker in your lives. Why? Because you know you saw. Jordan play in your head. You were like, I want to see the greatest play. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure I have that memory. You probably remember who you went to the game with. Oh yeah. I went with my dad. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. He just called by the way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, uh, but, but you remember, so like to have people like that in your life that go, yeah, we definitely did that. We definitely did that. Shaq was not playing which game. God damn it. Uh, Shaq wasn't on the team in the, in 1997. I don't believe this is the box score right here. It was for, for which game? Grant. This the is uh, the game. To. Oh, the one you Burton went to. to. Yeah. Okay. I, was was he playing at Los Angeles already? Or 
Miami? I don't think he was even. Yeah, I think he was. This is ninety seven. So was he drafted yet? Was he? 98? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was okay. already. So he was league. already in L A. He was yeah, in the league. Yeah. Can I tell you? I almost remember him because I I I moved to Florida in ninety four. Yeah, and I went to a Magic game and to see Shaq play. I never so saw. I, Shaq I moved. Play. There, I moved there at the end of ninety four. So I don't know if I saw him in late ninety four or early ninety five. But he was on the Magic, definitely in that period. Can I tell you? I want. I have a. I had dated a girl that had a hilarious Shaq story, mm-hmm. and I want to say that Shaq was on the team, but in a suit. And I want to say that the only person I was really fascinated by was Penny Hardaway. Yeah, Penny was Penny the shit. Penny was so fucking good, man. He was the it's shit. It's like, that's what, when you look at the last dance, they should be... They're, they're, they're yeah, should but be that, that 30 for 30 for about Penny and Shaq was fucking amazing. Amazing, dude. Yeah, amazing. they've been doing that. I mean, the thing is that, like, we, we're so lucky, especially if you're a basketball fan or a Jordan <sighs> fan, to get the last dance. Jordan had to sign up. He, he controlled the footage and didn't have to do these interviews. He's Michael Jordan. That's and the fact that he actually agreed to sit down and do these interviews and like be so candid like let's tell stories it was amazing documentary fluff pieces about ourselves <laughs> what let's do you make because you realize in fucking 40 years no one's going to remember that Delia was better than me right <laughs> they're just going to remember my documentary about me was fucking amazing so <laughs> no one's going to remember they'll remember Joe Rogan but <laughs> so you want to do like a thing where we like make fluff documentaries about our lives and just highlight things. But do you want to talk about comedy the way that these guys talk about games? Where, Dude, they, where they like, we're like, it's it was a your late mom's show, house production. It's late your... show in Brea and I went up there yes, and yes. I just slammed that shit. And, it's, and, no, like, and, and, it's and like, you cut to people who were like, he was so fucking funny. Yeah, and, and by the way, it doesn't even need to be true. It's like, it's like just cut to like David Tell going, did, I was in the back of the room. By the way, that should be your next special's title. It doesn't need to be true. That's a hundred percent a perfect title for you. By the way, it doesn't need to be true. That's you. That is you. It doesn't need to be true. Bert Kreischer doesn't need to be true. Let's. I'm gonna produce a fluff piece documentary yeah. on me being the greatest stand-up comedian to ever take the stage. Okay. Okay. All right. And I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it an eight part series. You gotta have an eight part series. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of the same thing. But I wanna do a fluff part documentary and just and then make it and then people will be like, God, I bet if you saw that for the first time you didn't know me, you'd be like, I gotta see this guy. Especially if you get people to be like, Man, and one thing you didn't want to do was challenge Bert because uh, God man, they would just take over after that shit. We, yeah. Almost like really like by the way, and I'll keep a lot of these athletes in it. Like I'll yeah. just keep Isaiah Thomas going. Like, man, I didn't have a problem with him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can someone edit that? Just take out Jordan's interviews, and I'll recreate all of Jordan's. Yep, and have everybody else talk about him. It's not. It's because it's not a fluff peeps because he is the greatest, but he did produce it. So it's it's. It, I mean, obviously he's the greatest, but like, but they 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 handle. You know, they talk about. Because the critique of him not being like really into activism, right? They like they handle that. Made they, me second guess. I've always said I don't like talking about politics, and then you yeah. hear because I really do believe uh, that I wouldn't say Republicans. I would say both people deserve to come to a comedy show and laugh. And I yeah. look at comedy as like I don't want to alienate or isolate anyone. That's how he. I'm not going to yeah. stand up and go kick out all Republicans, but like 
you hear him say that and then people fucking come down on him. Yeah, and, and people were disappointed because there have always been like these big stories. And then it's like, it's especially if you balance that against like LeBron is like very, very vocal about all types of social issues. So it kind of, it kind of falls bleeds there, into that, that, that comparison that people are always doing. You know? There will be a LeBron documentary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There course. will. And does he just accept that I was, he's number two? Well, you know, there's it's there's going to be a is, Kobe, there's going to be a Kobe one. Like this one has been yeah. so successful that there's no way they don't make a Shaq one, a Kobe one, a LeBron one, a Kareem one. Like they're gonna like ESPN's going to be like, hold on one second, this is bigger than Tiger King. This is the biggest thing in media in probably the last twenty years. It's I I don't know. I mean, I know it's been like a huge hit, but I mean, you know, there is already the Kobe show, to, like the Spike Lee did a, a movie about Kobe uh, that followed him. So there's, yeah. there's, there's stuff. It's, it's going to be, yeah. The, what's that called? Hey, mark my words. There's not one person playing in the NFL that doesn't have a fucking film crew going or in the, eight. I'm going to take that from the top. Just edit that part out. Mark my words. There's not one, by the way, isn't it amazing. I can just shift right into it. Yeah. Mark my words. There's not one person in the NBA that isn't going to have a film crew with them everywhere. Locker rooms are going to be filled with fucking film crews. Because they want that shit. Because they want that fucking documentary. Well, here's the di- the thing is, I realized just now, like through this last period, especially watching that doc, that everything, your opinion on greatness is so heavily, heavily biased by the age you are during someone's greatness. So, you know, like... We as kids would always hear about well you didn't you, know, you didn't see Kareem play you didn't see Oscar Robertson play you yeah. and you and you'd always go like mm. and the same thing happens now like young younger people will be like dude LeBron's definitely the best and then anyone older just they just go like okay boomer like you're just old and yeah like and you know people will compare stats but I don't know I think if you grew up in the Jordan era like if you watched him from if you're like from age probably seven to 25 30 if you're in that age range and you were like watching him in this time you'll never be like swayed to another side ever no no, no. so yeah. I, I mean i get it like i just go there's going to be disagreements people will you know be like ah oh, you know he had more points per game okay i mean no one no one who grew up with jordan is going to be like you're right like this guy who just completely dominated this space for a decade and won two three-peats mvp just single-handedly could take no one's ever going to be like yeah i give it to you i I think the other guy's better it's just not going to happen yeah would you if you could give your sons a pill yeah so that they would have physically they will physically develop into either lebron james or michael jordan physically every attribute muscle wise size wise yeah would you give them that pill now, knowing that they may not take up basketball and may be just the freakish guy in the fucking office? Would I give them the pill? Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? I'd give them both the pill. <laughs> fucking extra pills. <laughs> and just have them be just monsters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even though if they're just... And I would like, go to all their games and just cry at joy at watching my, my sons make these other kids suffer, you know. But, but <laughs> I would just be like, let me tell you, on him again. Let me, tell you, let me tell you a story about a guy. I won't say his name because I know he has anxiety. Okay. Let's just call him Hawk. Okay. Okay. He knows I'm talking about him. Okay. Hawk was 6'7", six, 6'9", six, in ninth grade. God. Yeah. And a monster mm-hmm. on the basketball court. 
except he was a very shy, gentle dude. Yeah. And he did not like people staring at him. Mm -hmm. And because he was 6'9", everyone stared at him all the time, and it gave him ulcers. Because he was the center of attention anywhere he went. Oh, he's a giant. Adults yeah. would talk to him. People would single him out. How tall are you? You play ball? And he, he ended up stopping playing basketball because it was too much for him. It was like almost being famous at a young age. And he quit playing basketball. I think he quit playing basketball. I know two dudes. Uh, three, actually. Um, two that were like oversized eighth grade, ninth graders who were real gentle like real gentle guys yeah. and they were totally like put off by it. Another guy who was six, seven as a sophomore junior in high school. And all of us were like, you know, Holy shit, man. I couldn't dunk. Um, oh. because his, his body just hadn't like caught up. And, yeah. um, we played a pickup game. I blocked a shot of his, <laughs> like, I was like, Jesus, man, like you can't levitate an inch, you know? Uh, and he died. Oh Yeah. How? He's just too tall and he just died. From being too tall? <laughs> no. <laughs> he died totally unrelated to that. He hit his but, head on a doorway. <laughs> um, kind of. Ceiling fan. The, he, uh, but yeah, yeah the, the, it, but it doesn't how, but, work out great for everybody. Yeah. Why? Think how? about, there, there's got to be a, more than a handful of, maybe not Shaq-sized dudes, but like 6'10", who don't have the athletic skill. They just walk around like, yep, I'm six fucking ten. And everyone Nothing says, is made for me. <laughs> I can't ever go surfing. Nothing. I can never go skydiving. I, I am go, uncomfortable I, in planes. Movies. Yeah. I cars. like reading no, uh, graphic novels. It's got to be And a that's not... I can't even be a gamer because the fucking controller is so small in my hand. And yeah, and if you're just like 6'10 and not an athlete and you have a, a regular 9 to 5... And then you don't have the the resources to be like, hey, can we build a house with fourteen foot ceilings? Yeah, so I can walk around like shack. Yeah. Oh, so I guess like my all, everywhere you my go. feet will hang off the bed. I'll never be comfortable in yes, a hotel shower. It's brutal. It'll hit me in my belly button. That's brutal, dude. So you would give your kids that life, knowing they may not be athletic. They and then all of a sudden they can. Every flight sucks. Every hotel sucks. Yes, but the reason I would do it <coughs> is because I would take a page out of Bert Kreischer's book. Which I is love the beginning of this sentence. Selfishly, it makes me happy that you're this tall. I am enjoying your freakish nature. It makes me pleased. And if you can't deliver, like, develop the drive to get better and compete and take this freak show body that God gave you with pills, then you know what? That's on you. Fuck yeah! I like it. I like it. And Uncle Bert approves. On that. We got to wrap this up. Oh, for real? Yeah. God damn it. Do we, have, do we have any... Can I ask you one quick pivot of a question? Yes, 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 yes. Because I want your assessment. Yes. Last night I tweeted, greatest college team in history, meaning if you can go in a time machine and pick all their all pros from all their past histories. They're all-time teams. All-time teams. You could get you could get Ray Lewis. You could get... Uh, Michael Irving, you could get Warren Sapp. You could pull all their all pros from yeah. whatever year yeah. and collaborate and make one college team. Yeah. What college has the best football team? I want to hear your answer, and then I will tell you what the internet said. I mean, there's like, there's just a top five that everybody would, eh, top Give five or top six. Give me your top five. Okay. You would, it would. And I bet it's not the one the internet says. Really? I was uh, blown I mean, away. It, it would be definitely Miami's in the conversation. Miami, um, definitely 
USC. Yes. Definitely Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I would say FSU. Absolutely. All-time team? All-time all team all is time insane. All-time you get to collect all. By the way, it doesn't even have to be. It, it really technically doesn't have to be guys that went pro and were amazing in pros. No, it's like Although you're going to take dominant, them. Dominant. I mean, Marvin Jones, Derek Deion, Brooks, Deion Sanders. Corey Simon, Deion Sanders, Charles Peter Bolwer, yeah. Peter Warwick. It's a fucking yeah. crazy team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would take them. You haven't so, named the on, correct hold on. answer. Hold on, hold on. Miami, Nebraska, USC, FSU, Ohio State, and who would be the last one? Oh, that's top five right there. Okay. You ready? Like you could go LSU, too. Their all-time team would be nuts. Okay. All-time team would be nuts. The answer that I got overwhelmingly it's not one of those schools it's not one of those schools okay what is it pit what pit yeah they have they've had they have Dan marino yeah. tony dorsett larry yeah. fitzgerald curtis martin shady mike ditka bill frolic jimbo covert mike mark may mark may russ Grimm, rebus island chris dolan ricky jackson hugh i mean everyone it's an, it's an awesome all-time team i still think it's a top 10 team Antonio Bryant, Aaron Donald, Darrell, Darrell Rivas, everyone said fucking pit. Isn't that crazy? I mean, no, didn't I even mean, register in my top. You're right. I, that caught me off guard. I still think it's a top 10 team. I still think that like, look, everyone's going to make that case that the Miami team, I, I would think that that would be most college fans would just be like, look, if you take the all time roster from Miami, it's absolutely bananas that's what i said i thought it would be miami i thought it would be miami but then you know what someone said to me they're like in uh, in this they mm. were like yeah miami in in like the 80s and 90s yeah but never ever before then yeah but here's and the not thing. after then really that's that's pretty true like that but that you take 83 through 0102 it, it is I mean, it's Hall of Fame Central, man. It's, it's really crazy. Michael Irving talked about greatness, and it was. Can you pull up? See if just real quick. See if you can find Michael Irving talking about uh, greatness, and it's a speech he gave, and it was. They were putting a mic on him, mm -hmm. and it was maybe the most moving speech I've ever heard. He, by the way, he's great. My favorite person to watch, yeah. do press, yeah is definitely Warren Sapp. Warren Let's Sapp call Let's call Let's doesn't call give a fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should call we call him? him? Call him, call him. What, what, but we have to have an angle to call him. Like um, I, 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 oh, I, just to be like, hey, great, greatest like all-time teams. Do you think, is Miami top five? Okay. Let's call Warren Sapp. By the way, I've not abused this number. Yeah. He gave it to me. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Ask ask him. Well, ask you a top five. Who are the top five all time teams? Okay, okay, okay. That's, that's I the gotta get, I feel like I could put a dip in to start this. Here we go. He Warren loves Sapp. the dip. I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, we're calling Warren Sapp. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, this makes me nervous. This might be one of the top. Tell him you're doing your podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder if he remembers me. He's gonna say, "Birth Conquer, what's up?" Will he answer? I don't know. He's probably fishing right now. 
probably not going to answer. Unless he's like, what? It's going to voicemail. It's going to voicemail. It's all right. Leave him a message. Yeah. Right? No. No? Okay. No message. He's not going to check his voicemails. Text him later. Text him later. Your call has right. been forwarded to an automated voicemail. Yeah, give out his number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, okay. Well, oh, my my hands are... I was just squeezing I, my I hands see so them. hard. They're sweating. I was sweating. My, I was <laughs> right, freaked look, out. We got to wrap up. So um, I love that. And look, they'll they'll definitely write in the comments their top five. Yeah, put your top five in the comments. I'm dying to hear your top five. I said Miami. I said USC. I said Ohio State. I said yeah. FSU. Nebraska. That's my top... That's my... That is exactly my top five as well. All right. And I did not see Pitt coming. I'm looking at my phone to see if Warren's the calling. The Pitt thing would be amazing. I mean, uh, if he weighed in on this, it would be amazing. It would be fucking amazing. If I call him twice, do I? Don't call him thirsty, twice. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't call him By twice. the way, just, hey, do me a favor. Hit up Warren Sapp and get... Let's let, just... Never mind. That's a horrible <laughs> idea. That is a horrible <laughs> idea with you fucking animals. Do okay. not reach out to Warren Sapp. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's a friend. Okay. Um, all right. We got to go. Thank you guys for watching, for listening. Love you, Bert. Love you too, Tommy. Bye-bye. Bert and Tom. Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur photology, dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.